Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. James Francis Bryant of Iowa. Sheldon Willis, lot of gaming commission. Francois Pinot, captain of the Me, sir? I don't know who I am! I'm a partner. I'm a Texas Ranger. I am a traveler in both time and space. Impersonating practically anybody. I do like their man. Welcome, everyone, to Signway, the podcast about the peaks and valleys and actors' careers and the wider Hollywood ecosystem in general. Uh, my name is Sean, your first host, and I'm here with my friend Hannah. Yo! He did the intro for the first <laughs> did the time! the intro for the first Ta-da-da-da! time! Who are we talking about today, Sean? Matt Damon. Are we, though? No, we're not. <laughs> you might have noticed if this is your first time listening to the show, you might have thought that was our normal intro. That was not our normal intro. No, things are was all... it not? No, because things are silly here, because normally I introduce the show. Yes, true. Normally yeah, I am yeah. introduced season one of Signways, which is the matter with Matt Damon. But this is a special episode. Our first major character event, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> this is our Avengers Assemble. No, sure. it's not. No, it's no, not. It's not. Uh, this uh, is our season one. If this was a TV show, this would be our like mid-season finale. Yes, Except it's definitely. not, because it's only episode like, nine. We are not even nearly halfway through this. No. no uh, what film are we doing today, Sean? Today we are talking about Chasing Amy movie starring again Ben Affleck another Ben movie uh, Benny Boy uh, time is it Jason Lee Earls the Jason other guy Lee. Jason Lee you're thinking oh, my I'm, name yeah, is Earl I thinking he's from my, <laughs> my name is Earl and uh, other people who I don't know uh, let me get the Wikipedia up so I can get their names. Sean, is stre- <laughs> isn't it stressful being the person introducing the show? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. 19, um, it's a 1997 movie called Chasing Amy, made by a studio we're going to have to talk about a lot in two movies' time. Yeah, we're not there yet. We're I not don't there think. yet. No, we've got other things to discuss it's in this Max, episode. It's a Miramax episode. It's a Miramax episode. I read actually about the history of um, the budget to do with this. Oh, yeah? Um, I'll talk about it when we get into it. It was interesting. Sure. Yeah. Um, what else is interesting is another person who worked on this film. Matthew Page Damon? A director, writer, <laughs> editor, and actor. Ben Affleck. One of my favorite men, Kevin Smith. Is he actually one of your favorite men? <laughs> he's, I don't think he's really cool. I don't I like know him. anything about him. <laughs> the only time I've ever interacted with Kevin Smith Media before yesterday was he did an interview with Gerard Way and I watched that once. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And I was like, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, seemed like a very chill dude he really does seem like a really chill guy uh and he's also a comic writer so i'm gonna be talking a little bit about that um just so you know sean's currently dressed as silent pop <laughs> yeah i'm dressed as i've shaved my beard down to a little uh you said the... this is how it grew sean huh you said that's how it grew no like... no 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 no. Okay. like i i shaved it down but i it doesn't grow like Oh, okay. It doesn't connect down here, so okay. I've got. It's more like Matt Damon. No, not Matt Damon. Ben, ben Affleck's beard than than Silent Bob's, I guess. But it's, um, it's close enough. Do we want to talk about some other media we consumed? This yeah, is, guys. Sean has a lot of. Sean's had a very big week. <laughs> no, no, we were doing chasing Amy. John went. Sean. Sean's my brother's name. Sean. Sean went on a little holiday. I went on a little. I've been doing things over the weekend. So yeah. Um, we like puking be... in my house. Hey, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, <laughs> this the, the funny thing. Ever since we started the show, we started going out way more, and I think we it's, really have. It's yeah. Really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're, we exclusively spend time together to get content for this podcast now. <laughs> I saw that one up my nose. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I saw a movie this weekend. You did, didn't you? Yeah. Was it Barbie? No, it wasn't Barbie. Was it Oppenheimer? It was not Oppenheimer. Was it another major cinematic event of the summer? It was a major cinematic event of a summer. I went to see Godzilla yesterday. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, they were doing a showing of the original Godzilla in the IFI. I saw that advertised yeah. and I did think of you, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, me and Eve went to see that yesterday. Gorgeous. Yeah. How was it? It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Shout out to my guy, uh, Serizawa. Rip King. Oh, did he die? Yeah, he dies. Is that the Godzilla or is it a man? It's uh, like the scientist who invents the thing that kills Godzilla in the end. Um, Does he die for his craft? Yeah, what he does is he, it's, this might be a bit of a hot take on Godzilla, but I think it's an allegory for the nuclear bomb. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're doing that whole Fallout series. Yeah, that's moment. part yeah, of that. Yeah, I saw that advertised. It looked, it looked quite cool. Yeah. He, like, develops a weapon that can kill Godzilla, but he doesn't want it to ever be used <gasps> as a weapon or whatever. So what he does is he burns out, before he goes and uses it, he burns all of his notes and then he's the guy to set it off so he dies when it goes off uh oppenheimer I, and hero <laughs> oppenheimer if oppenheimer had morals i think oppenheimer i haven't seen the movie yet i don't know what he's like me neither i'm just making assumptions <laughs> i think he's very i think the whole thing is he's very conflicted about having made the nuclear bomb yeah that's why he has that very famous line damn you know the famous line don't you Oh no, I made the bomb. No, he's the guy who says I have the yeah, bomb. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, I would normally ask Sean, hey, what's the deal with the X-Men? There's no X-Men this week. Well, there is X-Men this week, but we've changed our recording schedule around yeah. a little bit. So we only actually have five days between. We recorded on Wednesday. It's a Monday today. Mm -hmm. I think it's the shortest break we have. I think it is, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've not consumed a lot of media the last few days. I, don't worry. I have. Sean has. Um, <laughs> this is why I was like, Sean, you need to introduce this episode because I'm not going to talk enough on it. To, yeah. Um, uh, X-Men Red is coming out on Wednesday. That's going to be fun. We'll talk then... about that. Yeah. Next week. And the week after is Fall of X time. Oh, God. I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> I'm very excited. I can't wait. Um, uh, yeah. There was something else I watched over the weekend uh, that I believe we've done some foreshadowing for in previous episodes. I think we have. Uh, I think I think I actually booked the flight for this on air. You did. Because <laughs> I left. I instantly yeah. left your house. No, yeah. I didn't. But I did for dramatic effect. Uh, um. On Saturday, I got on a plane. I flew over to London. Took a little trip to the Prince Charles Cinema and I watched Cade, The Tortured Crossing from greatest filmmaker of our time, perhaps any time, Neil Breen. I'm so happy you didn't invite me. <laughs> you wouldn't have gone if I had. I probably would have for the bit. <laughs> this may be his best film yet. He does again play identical twins, Cade and Kale. You can tell the diff you can tell between them because the evil one has a beard. Uh, was he there first? No, he wasn't. No, no that's no. disappointing. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting anything. Like, he doesn't usually go to these kinds of premieres or whatever. But um, was it busy? It was pretty busy. Yeah, like place a hundred people. Probably over. I don't know what capacity is in the Prince Charles, but it wasn't quite full. I'm gonna uh, Google the capacity. You sure. Talking about the film, but uh, the crowd were great. The crowd were, the crowd were rowdy. The crowd were cheering. The crowd were, we're booing. Can I ask, to drop the kayfabe of being a Neil Breen fan, Yeah. were people there 
in a vein of they actually thought the movie was good or was it more of like a, a Tommy Wiseau the room experience oh it's absolutely more of a room the experience that's what like, I thought I just wanted yeah, to check that's, that's 100% what it is uh, I would love to know if anybody was there who didn't know what Neil Breen's deal is um, because that must have been a bizarre experience uh, in this film I don't really know what the plot of this film is the, the capacity is 300 downstairs 100 upstairs about 200 probably yeah probably yeah yeah I, I, I couldn't really tell you too much about the plot of this film it doesn't matter <laughs> they don't have plots this it does it does because there's conflict in it there's a resolution at the end but uh he, you said there was a tiger there's a tiger yeah Neil Breen fights a CGI tiger uh, that then turns into a woman <laughs> Uh, she doesn't she, that happens within the first like 15 minutes of the film she doesn't show up again until the last 5 minutes of the film and she just doesn't do anything are they an interconnected universe all of his movies or just these two just these two so far in the last no not the last was it the last one in Twisted Pair yeah that was his last one there's a scene where Neil Breen goes to a cinema and watches one of his own films uh, so I guess the other ones are f- movies in the Cade and Kale cinematic universe. Sean's edited out the Shining theme. He's just started playing. Um, <laughs> I'm just twitching. No. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There is not a single shot in this movie that isn't green screened over a stock image. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, there are no physical sets. What? Everything is green screened and all of the backgrounds are stock images. But he used to film on locations. Yeah, he did. He doesn't anymore. Why not? (laughs) I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, but uh, perhaps unsurprisingly it's not done very well either. Yeah. So there's like... Are people There's, just clipping in and out? Yeah, people are just clipping through it. Uh, Who edits his movies? Neil. <laughs> oh, so he's a, he's a Kevin Smith-esque filmmaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the best parts of the film was during the credits, as they were rolling, uh, everybody cheering every time Neil Breen's name came up. <laughs> we've just, yeah, we've, we've talked about it. We're never going to do a season on Neil we're Breen. We're never going to do a season on Neil we Breen. we might do a little single episode. We might do a little single episode. We've talked about it and I had to sit down, Sean down and be yeah. like, genuinely, it will be bad for the show. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think even you wouldn't like doing like three months of just Neil Breen. Yeah, no, I don't think I would either. He's for special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the joke baby. <laughs> Um, when I watched on Saturday when Sean was um, at his movie premiere, I watched uh, Below Deck, which is my favorite yeah, reality TV show. Yeah, you I don't, love Below if, Deck. If, you, if you're not a big reality TV person, or you are, the best reality TV show is Below Deck. What yeah. Below Deck is, they, it is people who work on a charter boat, and they just film them doing charters, but it strangely works so well, because there's just so much innate conflict of these people doing a job for six weeks, living together for six weeks. And like, okay, yeah, some of the conflict is they, they maybe they hire people that aren't great for the job or maybe the guests are a little bit kooky. But you, there's never like, it's not like in Love Island where they're like, this is dry and we just need to make some drama in week two. They make all their own drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favourite, because it's such a well-structured show. 
Yeah. Where it's just uh, a new batch of guests get on the boat. The staff have to like spend a couple of days in this really high pressure environment because these guests are spending a lot of money. And it's like sometimes they have guests where the guests are like, we're here for two or three days. We're not going to like tear the arse out of it. And sometimes you have guests that are like, we're going to party till five o'clock in the morning every single night and expect a breakfast at like 9 a.m. Yeah. You know? So what happens after the, the guests show, when the, the, well, the charter ends? When the charter ends, the guests all leave. The crew like clean the boat down or whatever. And then they just go and fucking party for like a day. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. So it's this like build up of tension between them and then just a sudden like gone as soon and as the like, gets in. Inevitably people will get together maybe the first or second. Yeah. By the like by week, by day twelve, a couple is formed. Or mm. there's like a situation ship is formed. And no, and no one's ever happy about it yeah there's never been one that's happened that everybody on the boat's like that's really nice we're really happy for you guys someone always gets jealous yeah ben chef ben oh chef ben back he briefly appeared in the season they were doing it like a because we're watching like season five of um below the the american one and there was just a scene of flashback of chef ben and i screamed i was so excited (laughs) and our friends were like Stop it. Uh, yeah. I was like, I don't understand. It's Chef Ben. Um, uh, I, oh. Chef Ben, a trickster, as we call him. Shuao. I love Shuao. <laughs> Jezebel. <laughs> Do we want to explain Jezebel and Shuao? I'm going to tweet out the, the Jezebel clip. With yeah. Glass. Um, Check out our Twitter for an explanation of Jezebel. In season three of Below Deck Mediterranean, they have this Zimbabwean guy called, like it's Joao or something. Yeah, like, I think it's a Dutch name originally. I it's a very know. odd name. Like I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I, I'm probably saying it wrong. But when he gets really drunk, he has an alternate, like an alter ego. Like Mr. Hyde comes out. And <laughs> yeah. Mr. Hyde is called Jezebel. Yeah. And he's <laughs> a psychopath. He's so crazy. But I love him because... The, the chief stewardess or the person who's like the head of the um like the internal staff in the boat is called Hannah and she's a fucking psycho <gasps> yes um, <laughs> but she is so much messier than I am yeah definitely yeah <laughs> there's this scene where it's like their third or fourth night out and, and Jezebel and Hannah hate each other mm. they just don't get on supposedly in the next season they get together what? So, yeah no <laughs> yeah that's what I've read. I haven't watched it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Enemies to lovers, let's go. <laughs> but there's this scene where she's like she's a she's a mousy drunk. Yeah. So she's like he's facing her and she's to like talking to the person to the left of her or to her right. And it's like in the normal speaking volume, like I am doing right now, is shit talking him. And he has just this wine glass in his hand. And he just, she just goes, like, he's a fucking psycho. And he just crushes it in his hand. And she's just like, (laughs) it's so good. It's so good. (laughs) I love terrible reality TV. Yeah. I have not watched Kid Nation. We're putting that on the watch list with Connor. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, I watched a couple more episodes of The Good Doctor. I, I finished you. the first season of The Good Doctor. Is he a uh, good surgeon? Not really. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> the season finale is he fucks up a surgery and refuses to admit it. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. 
That's like not fun. That's not like a. <laughs> why do you like this show? I'm terrified. I've gotten to a point where I actually like. Are you invested? I'm actually invested and I actually like some of the characters. Dr. Melendez. Shout out to Dr. Melendez. What a guy. Is it just the main <laughs> character is so awful, but the rest He's of the show. He's so terrible, yeah. But the rest of the show all around it is not terrible. Yeah, the rest of the show is like. The rest of the characters are fairly standard. Like medical drama characters, yeah, uh, and then sometimes crazy shit happens, and I like when that happens. It's just that it's all centered around this one guy. It must be so weird to be that actor because, like, he was on like um. He was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He was in Charlie and Chocolate Factory. He was in Bates Motel. Oh shit! Yeah, he was. And he, oh supposedly God. he's really good. I haven't seen it. Supposedly he's not terrible in that. Oh, I gotta watch that. And now he's just ru- like I feel like he's ruined his career. Like he's not because he's I probably making. Gonna, I think he's gonna be pretty okay for money for the rest of his life. But no, off of he, the good doctor. He's never gonna be taken seriously again as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he wanted to be taken seriously, he could have done a good job of acting. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything I can do so we can stop having to talk about this movie. My song of the week. Your song of the week, yeah. And I gotta talk about Kevin. We do have to talk about Kevin. <laughs> we need to talk, talk about, about Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> we don't need to talk about Ezra. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't. So a friend, your, our friend Neve suggested um, doing Tilda Swinton as a potential podcast, like a potential there, series. there's so many. A, there's too many movies and I was like, I don't want to talk about Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ezra Miller. What songs have you been listening to? Have? Uh, I went to a Lana Del Rey concert about 10 days ago. Oh, hell yeah. So I was like, oh, I should probably say, mention some Lana songs. Yeah. Um, her new album. Originally, I was quite, I wasn't cold in it, but you know sometimes you listen to an album once and you're like, that's good. And then you don't listen to it again for a while. Yeah. And then you re-listen to it because you're going to a concert and you're like, oh, actually, this honks. Yeah. Her new album, uh, There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard, is very, very good. Uh, my standout songs are Candy Necklace, which is fe- uh, features John Baptiste, who won a Grammy a few years ago. Nice. It's like a piano jazz guy. Oh, cool. So it's like, like this piano kind of jazz song. Um, but it's really cool because our friend Sav pointed this out to me. Mm. As the song goes and the relationship she's describing gets worse, the melody and the singer get more out of tune. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and then another great song on that album is Fingertips, which is very fun. Just a song I think is really good as well is Tall Poppies by The Yard Act. That's a great song. It's one nice. of all songs that are six minutes long. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, it's time. So Kevin Smith is a guy, huh? Yeah, he sure is. Yeah. He seems had, cool. Had you he ever watched nice. a Kevin Smith movie before we started this project? Yes, I have. Which I ones? Because I've never. I had seen Clerks and I'd seen Mall Rats. So you, you've got an order. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. What is Clerks like? <laughs> it's like... So what's Clerks about, it's actually? Like it's about two guys who work in a, like, uh, what you call it? Like a convenience store. A convenience store, yeah. It's just anything... kind of about the, how they hate their job. Does anything happen in it? Uh, I feel like something must, but it's been a very long time since I've seen it. Does one of them die at the end? Uh, no, I think some. I, so there's a Clerks two. Okay. I think one of them might die at the end of that. Okay. Um, or maybe they do. And I, I watched these movies when I was like sixteen or oh. something like that, and I don't. So they're Cle- very hazy in my mind, but I remember enjoying them a lot. So Clerks happens. Kevin Smith kind of gets launches into being a filmmaker because Clerks does so well. Yeah. Then he gets signed by. The production company that we're gonna have to discuss in two weeks' time. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly he makes mall rats, and mall rats does terrible. Oh yeah, mall rats was a flop. 
Is it bad or is it okay? It's fine. It's just a movie that exists. Yeah. It's aggressively 90s. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a prequel to Clerks. Um, oh. Yeah. And then he makes this movie, but in the interim yeah. between him making this movie, I presume he gets into comics. Uh, what year did this movie come out? 97. 97. So his first major comic release was... This is what the prep Sean did for this episode, by yes, the way. Yes, I went and I read the entirety of Kevin Smith's uh, Marvel and DC bibliography. Because uh, that's how that's what I know Kevin Smith from primarily is his comics work, and I enjoyed that, so I, I went and I did it. I read it all again. Uh, so he did actually a couple of like Clerks and like Jay and Silent Bob spin-off comics in what, what the Blunt Man and the around. Chronic. The, there is a Blunt Man and Chronic book that came out in two thousand and one, uh, but he did Walt Flanagan's Dog with Matt Wagner in 1998 mm-hmm. and he did the Darius affair with mike allred in 1999 uh and he did uh, a couple of clerks comic books as well in like 98 but what really kind of kicked off his comic career was in 98 he started writing daredevil for marvel uh, Sean has a little like he's actually notes prepared. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I actually prepared for this. So. I didn't. I'm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I am listening. Yeah, I'm gonna read through some of just the like bibliography section on Wikipedia because that'll tell you, I think, a lot about why Kevin Smith is not particularly a prominent comics writer today. So he is one of those people who's just kind of famous. For making kind of shitty movies now. Yeah, kind of, yeah. 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 Um, funny fact before we get into this, this is Tarantino's favourite movie of 1997. Oh, really? Nice. I don't trust you, Quentin. <laughs> why is, uh, why is um, Kevin Smith not a famous comic book writer? So we've got uh, Daredevil comes out between 98 and 99. So after this movie. So after this movie, yeah. Uh, he does eight issues of it comes back for another miniseries in 2003 there's only four issues that goes off without problem uh he does (laughs) he does a couple of short stories for the marvel 9-11 memorial comics sorry what marvel released two memorial comics for 9-11 is it three actually because there was also an issue of spider-man in in a like a our superheroes are sad because 9-11 or like remembering the like first responders or both so they're like little anthology things with just a couple like short okay. like two or three pages stories which alternate between look at the superheroes being sad about 9-11 happening and this know, is either like... the real superheroes exactly yeah 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 good lord <laughs> yeah um i actually think his yeah this is this is a good one to kind of start at uh, in between 2002 and 2006, okay, he wrote Spider-Man Black Cat, the evil that men do. That's uh, fuck it. That's an um, anime title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a six-issue miniseries. Sorry, you said that took him four years? Between 2002 and 2006. Don't uh, comments come, come out like every month? Every month, yeah. Uh-huh. So it was initially supposed to lead into an ongoing Black Cat series uh, and into Kevin Smith taking over The Amazing Spider-Man as the main writer for it. Okay. But between issue number three and number four of The Evil That Men Do, there was a three-year delay. 
Why was Derek's figure delayed? Was he making a cinematic picture? Uh, probably. It's also probably to do with the fact that this was around the time where he started to have really bad problems with his weed use. <laughs> well, you can't get addicted to weed, no? No. No. <laughs> Kevin Smith might have got a little uh, addicted to weed. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, around, like, a kind of similar time frame, but he actually got this done. Uh, he moves over to DC in 2001. Between 2001 and 2002, he moves to DC okay. to write uh, Green Arrow, number 1 to 15. Which we have. Which I have of... on the table here. Um, so, wait, um, does he, so, he, does he, so he goes to DC. Is he working for Marv, DC, then Marvel? Does he go back to Marvel? He worked Marvel, then DC, then back to Marvel. Okay. Uh, he announces okay. with the same creative team as his Green Arrow series, uh, The Brave and the Bold, Volume 3. Which never winds up coming out. So he makes these 15 issues and then it's like, yeah. we're making another and then it never comes and out. And then it never happens. Yeah. Why not? Did he move? Did he quit and go to Marvel? Or? Yeah. That's he kind of went to Marvel and then he, then he had the weed issues. That's pretty shitty, yeah. Kevin. Uh, these 15 issues of Green Arrow, though, are great. They're really good. They're fantastic. Uh, this was one of the first comics I bought with like my own money. I was about to say these look old. Yeah. Even just the paper looks older. Oh, I love the paper that they use for these printings. I love oh. it when they use the kind of like thicker, kind of rough paper. It feels like ink paper. Yeah, exactly. It's not like printer paper. It's like... Yeah. Uh, this is, doesn't look terrible. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. So then in 2008... So after he finishes his Spider-Man series... Yeah. Uh, he goes back to DC... Oh, God. Uh, for a three-issue miniseries... How long does titled this Batman Cacophony, which comes out between November 2008 and March 2009. So not as bad, but still pretty lengthy delays with number three. Yeah, that's like six months for three issues. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, that's, 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 you know, you can argue they were alternating, alternating, I can't speak, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Alternating, alternating it, yeah. Yeah, uh, then in 2009, yeah. he starts another Batman series okay. called Batman the Widening Gyre, or Gyre, I don't know how to pronounce because that word. Because Dark Knight Rises, not Dark, no, no Dark Knights just happened, so yeah. everyone's in Batman fever. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, series planned at uh, 12 issues, with a long break planned between issues number 6 and 7, and number 7 just never came out. <laughs> Uh, this was this was actually for a work-related reason. It's because Kevin Smith was working on a reality TV show, which I need to watch, called Comic Book Man, which is set at Kevin Smith's comic book shop, Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash in New Jersey. <laughs> which is a place that I need to go. We haven't even started talking about the movie yet, and no. I feel my sanity slipping. <laughs> So, Good lord. <laughs> while this break went longer than expected. Because he has to... But, like, that's not... He, I'm presuming his reality TV show has been cancelled. His reality TV show went on for seven seasons. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe the last that's, season maybe, was in 2017. Maybe that's where I watched him do that Gerard Way interview. No, because he has a YouTube series as well. He has Fat Man on Batman. But this was like, he was like, interview people on this one. Yeah, he does that on Fat Man on Batman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he had like a whole, like he had an audience and stuff. It was very impressive. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah. He's lost a lot of weight. Very used to Kevin Smith. I know he had health problems a few yeah, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, he had a really big heart attack. Like, yeah. 2018 or something like that and he seems to be doing a lot better now good job Kevin well done but before we get there what happens from 2010 to so does he make any more comics or is he busy making yoga hosers that's uh, oh no he made he made that so this is my, my first memory of Kevin Smith honestly uh-huh. on the, was being on the internet was when that walrus movie came out and oh everyone, Tusk yeah, yeah and everyone was just like what the fuck is this <laughs> I always forget that that was him <laughs> like I haven't seen Tusk have you yeah I've seen Tusk what's Tusk like I, I'm gonna make you watch Tusk no <laughs> that was uh. so just so upset oh my god all I'm gonna say is it's about a walrus. <laughs> Does someone turn into a walrus? Yeah. A guy gets turned into a walrus. <laughs> uh, after Batman the Whitening Gyre, uh, Kevin Smith was like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna release the last half of the Whitening Gyre as a separate series called Batman Bellicosity. Initially announced in 2012. So he takes a two year break. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he takes a longer than two-year break because this never comes out. <laughs> uh, then. So do people in the comic industry trust him at all? I mean, he has written a lot of shit. So but after 2012, does, has he made any more stuff? Not really? He wrote uh, Batman 66 meets the Green Hornet as a digital comic in 2014, which did a full run of 12 issues. Well, he, he... Wow, he finished a series? Yeah. He did The Bionic Man, number 1 to 10, uh, which was based off of one of his unused scripts for another movie that he wanted to work on at one point. He wanted to do a um, uh, $6 million man movie at one point, and it never got made. So he's like, fuck it, we'll make a comic out of this. Uh, I can respect it. He did Yoga Hosers, a Sundance super special in 2016. That was another movie that I remember when it came out on the internet, and it was like apocalyptically bad. Yeah. Uh, Lily Rose Depp's first... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, she's one of the yoga hosers. Damn, nice. Uh, and then he did Hit Girl Season 2 in 2019. Cool. And he hasn't done anything since? Uh, he did a plot outline for Masters of the Universe Revelation, but someone else wrote the actual script okay. in 2021. And that is, I believe, it. Okay. Uh, he wrote a short story for Detective Comics number 1000 as well in 2020. Okay. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, this movie is about the comics industry a lot. It's and like a very specific section of the comics industry as well. Yeah. Like a specific kind of indie scene, which I thought was very interesting. And yeah, I guess Kevin Smith just knows that because he was in it at that time. Yeah, he was in it at the time. I... <laughs> this movie. <laughs> it's That's strudel. strudel. It's strudel time. <laughs> Sean had to bribe me with strudel so I would talk about this episode. He, I didn't even suggest it to him. He just bought strudel. We're going to take a quick break when Hannah gets fed. And we'll be right back after these messages. AMC's comic book men are back and the rules are simple. Stay calm. You must have been going crazy. This would be the rarest thing a stash has ever acquired. Stay cool. If there's not $1,500 worth of comics in here, we're screwed. And stay collectible. You're not into barbarians? No. What? This ain't trash, this is treasure. Comic Book Men returns. Season premiere October 12th at midnight, only on AMC. 
And we're back. Hello. We've been fed. I've been yeah, fed. I had half of my strudel and I'm going back for more. I ate most of mine. I ate the apples out of it because I always eat your vegetables. Um, <laughs> this movie. So this movie. Hannah, what did you think of this I don't movie? know. <laughs> it's simultaneously the most problematic movie I've ever watched, but also kind of the most like earnest depiction of like a difficult subject matter yeah like oh what the fuck is this movie <laughs> i'll tell you what i think this movie is what pretty good i knew you would think it was pretty good <laughs> yeah i like it. feel like it spoke to an, uh, an experience that you <laughs> can appreciate <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh you on your podcast <laughs> Already fucking happened in the Glory Days episode. Did I? Yeah, uh, I think I did. Okay. <laughs> I did have the, a raging thought all the way through, mm-hmm. which was just, oh, it's great that like bisexual is now a thing. Yeah, because that's what um, that, that's what, that's she, what is. she is. She's yeah. bisexual. Yeah, um, and it was a thing then. Also, yeah, it did exist. It just yeah. <laughs> what the plot of this movie is? It sounds fucking insane. Like I. Like, Kevin Smith's come out now and said, like, oh, yeah, this is kind of problematic. Yeah. Um, but I could have... It's basically about Ben Affleck, who's a comic book artist, who meets a girl, and he really, 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 really likes her. Mm-hmm. And he thinks they just get on great. They're very good friends. And then he realizes, like, their second time hanging out that she's gay. And he's like, okay, I had romantic feelings for this girl, but I like... I'm so into her. We get on so well. I'm going to make... going to stay being friends with her. Mm-hmm. And it's... How the relationship progresses after he makes that decision. Yeah. Uh, um, so it stars Ben Affleck as... Uh, what the fuck Holden? Is Holden, yeah. And Jason Lee as Banky. Fucking Banky needs to be institutionalised. <laughs> uh, Banky and Hooper need to date. Oh, I think, I think they date by the end of the movie. They must. <laughs> so the movie starts off with these like comic scenes of this comic called Blunt Man and Chronic. <laughs> Yeah, who are just Jay- some familiar faces. They're just Jay and Silent Bob. They're just Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, and then we it goes find to- out later on that they um, are Jay. And they are Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, but then we go to a comic convention, and I was like, I can understand why Sean's going to love this film. Yeah, <laughs> and who do we see at the comic convention? Uh, a little lad. A little lad. A little lad. Mike Allred, no, famous comics artist. That's not who I was talking about. And <laughs> you know, know yeah, it. I know it. You see him. Wait, let me. Let my me boy, who says he's wicked smart. <laughs> we see Casey Affleck. Casey, Casey Affleck's in. Affleck, I think it's yeah. Casey Affleck's first movie. It must I be. I have no idea. He's a uh, child is... in this. Casey Affleck turns up in so many of these movies. Yeah, he does. He, it's always a fucking jump scare when he it happens. He looks like an. He looks so. Like his brother. Yeah, but like just a little bit off. <laughs> like just a little. Like if, if Ben Affleck like went wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean how old is Casey Affleck in this movie he's 22 in this movie yeah 22 21 uh the, the the kind of opening of the film is Banky talking to this guy yeah this guy who's just at the con getting comics on a comic like there's a Manhattan comics con yeah and uh, <laughs> the guy is giving him shit because Banky isn't the penciler for the comic he's the inker uh-huh. so a lot of comics will have the penciler who does like the sketches of all of the art and then an inker who goes back over with you know inks and does outlines and shading and stuff um, and dude is giving him shit for being an inker saying he's just tracing stuff and banky is not happy with it 
There's a lot of Inker jokes throughout the whole thing, and I thought those were very funny. I'm happy you appreciated them. Yeah. I was just kind of like, cool. Yeah. Uh, my next note is, is Ben a racist? <laughs> oh my fucking god. Oh my god. I was, this is... This, I was so worried. I was so scared when this scene happened. So... <laughs> um, they're at this comic convention... Jason Lee gets into a fight. Yeah. And he goes like, we have 10 minutes to blow off some scenes. I will say, you can tell that Kevin Smith's not the world's best filmmaker. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's shot like an independent film from the 90s. Yeah, it looks cool. It is an it's independent, independent film. Yeah. It's cost a quarter of a million to make. Okay, sure. They were originally offered 12 million to make it or something crazy. Okay. But it was like going to be a completely different cast. And then uh, Kevin Smith was like, no, I want to cast these three fuckers. And yeah, um... Um, but you get the scene where it's this caricature of a Black Panther is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. 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 Someone wearing like a black coat and talking about like the Black Power movement and like, you know, this movie's written by like a white dude from uh, New Jersey. So I was like, is this, <laughs> are you actually trying to portray a member of the Black Panther movement? Yeah, and he's saying some stuff that's like, no, not even him, like Ben, ben starts asking she's, questions. They're asking questions and your man is just like replying like a, like a comic book depiction or like a comedic depiction of like a Black Power, like a Black Panther. He yeah. calls... <laughs> yeah, don't I'm don't do breaking. not say it. <laughs> I'm breaking, dude. Like they talk about how Dark Vader's the good guy in Star Wars because he because he's black. Yeah, they talk about some Marvel character and they say he's like, uh, you know, I don't want to say the term. Yeah. I don't think I'm allowed to say the term, but like, uh, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, someone that I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, then he <laughs> then he pulls out, he pulls a, gun. out a gun and shoots Jason Lee, in which the I chest. was like. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then everyone runs, everyone out. runs out. And, and it, it turns out it's all a trick. It's a bit. It's all a bit. Dude does not like this at all. He hates he's, this. He's yeah. a like... His publisher are making him do it for like marketing. Yeah, he's like a... Uh, he's a like, very yeah. like effeminate gay man. He's like, yeah, I have to do this to like sell comic books. Do you not think this is really embarrassing? Yeah. And I'm just like... I just blue screened watching this. <laughs> yeah. I was texting Sean, being like, Sean, Sean. But then this is where we meet my. I think she's the best character in the movie. Who? Alyssa. Alyssa? I like Alyssa. I think she's the worst actress in the movie. I don't think she's a great actress, no. but I think what she's like talking about is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know why the actress uh, was cast as Alyssa? Because she is dating Kevin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's a terrible actress. I thought she was pretty bad. I think she's just playing herself. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Kevin Smith might be unpacking a lot of stuff in this yeah. movie. <laughs> I thought um, Chronic was a lot worse than her, to be honest. <laughs> Chronic? Or Jay, Jay? Or whatever the fuck he is. I, I can't. We'll get, to, we'll get into Jay and Silent Bob yeah. later on. But she's uh, just like, she is the, she's just a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, And this is the first bit. Yeah, I like yeah. it that she's a manic pixie dream. I When I say I like her character... I like how she is a manic pixie dream girl and the whole point of the movie is like... <laughs> no, she isn't actually. She's actually a person and let her be a fucking person, please. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, she's <sighs> talking to... Is it, is it Hooper who introduces them? Yeah, and yeah. Ben just instantly falls in love. Yeah, <laughs> straight away, yeah. Uh, and... 
She's like chasing Hooper around. Um, Hooper's play. Hooper is the. Um, the Black Panther guy. The yeah. Black Panther guy. Uh, played by Dwight Ewell. Who's in a lot of these movies, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see what his filmography looks like. Chasing Amy. Yeah, he's in Dogma. He's in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. He's Hooper in Jane Silent Bob. Of course he's Hooper in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Because it's all part of the same uh, <laughs> same universe. Yeah. I think these characters turn up again. In a later film from what I've I think read. they do. Yeah. I think they do, yeah. But yeah, so the, it starts with like... The thing you have to understand about this movie. What I mean by it's the most problematic movie. But also the most attempting to be non-problematic. Like a very earnest depiction of like whatever is on one hand you've got like several of the cast are lgbt and people are being like it's like people attempting to be allies but the the, the problem is banksy <laughs> banky yeah the banky of it all because every line of dialogue is a slur yeah. of some sort it's either gay yeah. bashing women bashing yeah. he doesn't just call anybody a chick like he, he only refers to women as chicks or the d slur yeah like Oh my god. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Yeah. But hey, it's depicted as a bad thing in the movie. As it well. is depicted as a bad thing in the movie, but you still have to watch it yeah. the entire time. Yeah, also, him and Matt have no him and Ben have a big chat about it later on. Yeah. Yeah. They resolve it. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> there is a resolution to it. Fuck me. I called it immediately what the the resolution to this one. Just because there's a little kiss kiss and you're like, hmm. hmm. A little kiss kiss? A little kiss kiss. Yeah. Like from the start of the movie, I was like, Mankey's gay. Did you? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, my gay <laughs> Yeah, I see him. Um, like the first scene or like when? It's the first time they're in the bar talking about Riverdale. Talking about Archie Comics. <laughs> After uh, him, and him and Hooper, Hooper. kissed. Did they kiss in yeah, that scene? They kissed Damn. the scene before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was in that scene where they were talking about like, they're having an argument about... Is Archie and Jughead? Yeah, Archie and Jughead. This is after you meet Alyssa for the first time and they go to a bar together. Yeah. And Banksy and Hooper get into a fight about is Archie and Jughead gay and they get up and leave to go buy some Archie comics. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, no, they're going to kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And this is when Ben Affleck and Alyssa hang out. Hang out. Yeah, just hang out for the evening. I think they have good friend like you can i think they play well together in this scene. definitely yeah 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 she plays well off of everyone i think yeah because there's another scene later on where she's talking to banky about um about, Oral all sex. The, about all the scars and shit they've gotten from sex and you can yeah. see like the light go in banky's eyes as well you're uh, just like oh yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm the thing that I, something I'm disappointed in this movie for is they have this conversation of this real bonding moment and he goes back to instantly hating her and I'm like no yeah. you would like he <laughs> yeah. should like her after this yeah. it should be like a weird like kind of still homophobic way of liking her but like yeah oh, um, I, there's uh, when they're in the bar they're playing darts yeah and it's really well framed actually I really like the shot because the shot is like the camera is at the darts board and they're throwing it at the camera and there are bathroom doors yeah, and everyone's just behind them and everyone's like walking by. But there's a part where when I think when it really clicks with Ben Affleck and he's like, oh, I like this girl. And he like leans against one of the doors and you can see someone try and open it and bounce against him I and he doesn't even notice. I didn't even yeah. notice. That's funny. 
No, Ben yeah. is good in this movie, I think. He's a little... Yeah, I, Ben I, is good. I think he's better in Glory Days. I Yeah, I think he probably is. I think there's uh, a problem with this movie is there's a lot of monologues. Yeah, definitely. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of monologues. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, yeah. So yeah, then, Ben likes this girl. He's like, oh, I like this girl. <clears throat> and... How you find out Alyssa is gay. Yeah, she invites him and Banky to go out again. The next night. The next night, yeah. She, she, but she invites him through Hooper. Yes, yeah. Uh, no, Hooper invites them saying that Alyssa's going to be there. No, she says, Alyssa, oh, she say Alyssa called me up and said, invite you out. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and they go to this, like... Cool punk bar. Cool punk bar, yeah. Uh, just a punk bar. <laughs> Definitely just a punk bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the band that are playing there, the singer, we discovered that Alyssa used to be used the bass player. Bass player slash singer for the she band. She was the bass player and she would kept singing and they'd be like, you're so shit here because you left to do... in." She, so she's a comic book artist as well. Yeah. But she's a lot... So Ben Affleck and Bank and Banky, Jason Lee's character, are very big in the scene. Yeah. It's the vibe you get. We'll talk about why, uh, uh, what are their major conflicts shortly. Yeah. Because it involves our boy. Our uh, boy. Our boy. <laughs> my number one boy. Um, <laughs> they're big in the scene. She's like a small time comic book artist. She's not as big. Yeah. But she's a comic, like she, you get the vibe she is making a living off her art. Yeah. Something that kind of does not exist anymore. Something we support. that didn't exist back then either. Did it not? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so she's doing a lot better than the implication is from... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she's like, oh, I sell two, I feel good. And I'm like, how are you eating, girl? Yeah. Uh, but I will say, the band were right. She's a terrible singer. <laughs> I thought she was really bad in that scene. She wrote that song, The Actress. Oh, really? I thought it was a good song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a funny scene. Yeah. And then after she... Finishes singing. Uh, um, Matt's da- not Matt. Ben's dancing, and he's like really yeah. into. Hooper keeps trying to tell him that tell him she's gay. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, like, "I have something to tell you." And he's like, "Does she have a boyfriend?" He's like, "No." He's like, "I don't hear anything. Hear yeah. anything else?" And the way the scene is framed is really funny as well because it's like, uh, like, uh, fucking Holden and Banky are like standing there and. Before Alyssa gets called up, she's like kind of standing in front of and between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes up and a couple of shots later, there's another girl. She can, you see her squeeze past. Yeah, you see her kind of slide by. And there's a, this other girl who's standing between them then. Looks like a, uh, an extra from the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like, who who is this? Is this is this on purpose? Did, did somebody just go into the middle of the scene? And then Alyssa hops down off of the, the stage after she sings and goes and just starts, and starts making out. And yeah. knocking with this woman. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a really good scene actually where Banky like goes, what? And like turns around and there's like more gay people making out. He's Twist, like, it's a lesbian and He's like, oh. And he's fucking. Oh, he's in. He's delighted with himself. Delighted, himself. yeah. He's so happy because he, I, uh, uh, <laughs> Bank, I have a real problem with Banksy in this movie. Yeah. He's just so aggressive about everything. Yeah, he's just a bigot. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he's so mean to his friend. Yeah. But even before he realizes she's gay, he's just like, I don't like her. I mean, you're like, why? Sometimes you just get bad vibes. <laughs> so yeah, Ben realizes that the girl of his dreams is a lesbian. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Wow. <laughs> 
And I will, this is where I'm like, okay, maybe this movie isn't terrible. The next about 10 minutes are like, let's talk about lesbianism and try to like be like, hey, stop being fucking dickheads about like lesbians. Yeah, she's like, um, she's like, she gets along very well with Ben Affleck. And she has an intense scene. She has a scene with Banksy where they talk about like sex and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, oh, um, it's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, Banky does not go down on women. Um, anymore. Anymore, yeah. Not since the incident. <laughs> it's just an incident. Um, uh, he can't, like, what is it? He can't bend his neck past, like, here anymore. <laughs> this fucking movie, man. Uh, yeah, and uh, Ben and Alyssa, uh, Holden and Alyssa, I guess start hanging out a lot they have a very nice chat where it's basically like she goes up to him and she's like i really like you i can sense like you got a little bit freaked out by this Mm. let's talk it out yeah but before they talk it out he goes to a business meeting yes he does and who's there matthew page matthew page He's one scene performance in this movie. We've yeah. got a fucking one scener. He has lines. He does have lines. He speaks. I liked him in this. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, just playing what everyone thinks Matt Damon actually is like. Yeah. yeah. He plays a studio executive who wants to buy the rights to make a blunt man and chronic animated show. And they make a reference to Beavis and Butthead and I'm like, ah, yeah. yes, 1997. Yeah, you know Kevin Smith loves Beavis and Butthead. I'm surprised he doesn't have a writing credit on it. <laughs> um, so just this like very hyped, he's doing what I do when I, um, I'm drunk, which is I sit on something high and then I pound my fists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, rip the close horse. Um, <laughs> a fallen soldier. I've forgotten my parents this weekend. And yeah, yeah, and they were saying they were talking about how much my brother likes to show hi, John, I love you, and <laughs> and they were like, oh, he says he feels like he's getting to know you better by listening to the podcast, and oh, I was like, cute. I was like, oh, the horrifying realization <laughs> of being perceived, of like, oh no, people are gonna know what I'm like, but I'm silly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. But back to this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then there's like a montage of Ben and Alyssa just hanging out, just chilling, just vibing. He uh, doesn't go to a comic book. <laughs> this was I was really angry with him in this scene. I was really angry with Ben <laughs> in this scene because him and Banky are going to a comic con, uh, and they they like have a panel there and all. I don't think they have a panel. They, they do. Just, oh, they yeah, just yeah. Oh. They had they have like a thing there, and he blows them off. He blows them off. Yeah, because. He you gotta calls, go see about a girl. Yeah, he calls Alyssa, and Alyssa's like, yeah, I'm around town for the weekend, wanna hang out? And, like, they're in the train station getting ready to go. Banksy's showing porn to a small child, though, yeah, so he Banksy probably just... brought all of his porn with him. Oh, yeah. Banksy's so weird. He is such a strange man. <laughs> must be so weird to play that character. Yeah, yeah. No wonder he had to become <laughs> Earl. No wonder he had to go befriend chickmunks for years. <laughs> oh, shit, that was him, yeah. That was the, uh, I read that off Letterbox reviews. Oh, really? It's like, after this performance, he was so disgusted with humanity, he had to go to French chipmunks for 10 years. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Alvin. Um, Alvin. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so they hang out. There's a cute montage. Yeah. Yeah, and then... What happens then, Hannah? They're just friends forever, right? They're just best buds. So, the thing... The thing about this movie is, it's sold on the fact that Alyssa is a lesbian. 
So color me surprised. By the end of Act One, they're together as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> She's just bisexual. She's bisexual. Yeah. The movie never calls her bisexual. No, it doesn't. But like, it's what she is. I know. <laughs> um, he does a. I kind of like the scene they get together. Yeah, I was I was a little bit like, hmm, when they actually kiss at the end of it. Yeah. But I liked it up until then. Yeah. Yeah. Because he just has a big like heartfelt thing about how much he, he does, loves her. He they're hanging out and she buys him a present to remember her fr- their friendship. Yeah, she buys him like a painting from a, a shitty diner. Yeah. And she's like, so we'll always remember us being friends. And he's like, girl, I just need to tell you this. And yeah. she's fucking livid. She's so angry with him. Great. it's really good yeah, yeah she like gets up she leaves she tries to like hitch a ride back to new york new york yeah and he's just like i wanted you to know and she's like do you not realize how like life destroying this news is for me because mm. like my entire identity is built up by the fact that i'm gay so if i get with you that means i blow up my life yeah and he's like you don't have to and she's <laughs> like you're just absolving your guilt and putting it on me and i'm like yeah, yeah. he is um so come and be surprised when they start macking in the rain. <laughs> yeah, they start making out at the end of it. And then they're just together. Banky's not happy. Banky's not happy. Banky's not happy. Banky least. walks in on the uh, evidence. <laughs> the morning after, after. yeah. <laughs> fuck on his couch. They fuck on his couch, yeah. Banky is so sad. He like goes and sits on the stoop and he's like, I'm going to go get a bagel. And I've yeah. got a few depression bagels in my time. Yeah. Oh, this is the scene where Wolverine shows up. Uh, huh? It's a big Wolverine poster in the window behind me. It was a huge Jackman. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, then like he's basically like, "Oh, this is the first, it's the first tension between the boys." Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm sure yeah. you fought before, boys. You do seem to have a very intense relationship. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, it's because he's in love with him. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, they just start dating. She, I. I don't know. I'm not gay. I didn't like the scene where all her lesbian friends are like kick her out of her friendship group. Just yeah, that yeah. wasn't great. No, I didn't like that. I don't know. Maybe that's what the scene was like in the nineties. But maybe, I think yeah, I, I like to imagine it's more accepting because bisexuals exist. Yeah, <laughs> I did think it was very funny when they were like, "Why are you playing the pronoun game?" And I'm like, "Ooh." Yeah, because she's talking about uh, she's meeting up with her like Gals. little lesbian group. Uh, and they're drinking wine and is, are they reading books or are they they're packing away her comics yeah that's it uh, and she's like oh yeah I'm, I'm seeing someone you know they're great I really like them I like yeah. spending time with them and the rest of them are like what are you why aren't you yeah. saying she yeah uh, also like people can just go by they them as well yeah yeah. this is the 90s that didn't people weren't conscious of that yet sure especially not Kevin Smith Kevin Smith definitely he wasn't was yeah <laughs> Um, Kevin, I actually read an interview with Kevin Smith recently. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, he is like a, a trans mask fashion icon now. Uh, <laughs> and there was, there was an interview where this was like explained to him, and he's like, oh shit, hell yeah, cool, nice. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, lots of hockey. You can tell Kevin Smith likes hockey. I was so. I went into town today to try and find a hockey jersey wear you should have I, asked emily i just couldn't find one i was like she reps the maple leaves which i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hockey jerseys are so heavy yeah um, so expensive as well oh yeah <laughs> um so they get together and she has this like they're like smoking in bed one night after mm. she gets kind of kicked out of her friendship group and this is when the monologues start in earnest <laughs> yeah because you have this big confession with ben and with holden and you're like this kind of feels earned because like he's just 
he's like unloading all his feelings onto a girl mm. and then it starts that Alyssa has a monologue every like 15 minutes yeah <laughs> and I'm like maybe less monologues please yeah but she's just like I had to like sleep around with all these different people to come to the point to realise I was straight because I didn't choose it for myself and I'm yeah. like or you're just bisexual yeah or you just like both of them yeah it's fine <laughs> And yeah, uh, is what's after that? Is it the that's finger cuffs? Oh, finger cuffs! I didn't like this. I didn't like this at all. You didn't like the uh, reference to um, do the right thing. Wait, what? Oh, with the shot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. With that and, the, and the the song playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this scene? Yeah, there's a scene that's just from do, do the right, right thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's like uh... a dude talking about how he. <laughs> And a threesome. And a threesome with Alyssa and his bro in high, high school. school. Yeah. That kind of sounds like sexual. <laughs> like, like it's awful, this story. Yeah, it's I really I don't know good. why they keep judging her for it. Because it yeah. sounds like a horrible experience. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. But it's fully just a scene. Like, it's, yeah. it's shot like a scene from do the, do the Right Thing. Yeah. Even I think he's dressed like... Is, it, is that like a reference to Clerks? Is that like outside the clerk's place? I don't know. It's fucking insane. <laughs> it's fucking... It comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it really does. It comes out of nowhere. Because yeah. what happens is Banky finds their... Find, no, finds her high school yearbook because they discovered that. Well, he goes and... He runs into the guy at the convenience store who tells him the story because he yeah. moved to schools to her high school. The thing yeah. is, they set it up. She's from two towns over from where they grew up in New yeah. Jersey. So, like, they they would know people who knew each other and shit. Yeah. Uh, and they bumped into this guy, talks about how they had a threesome or whatever. And then Banky goes and investigates and finds a yearbook. And uh, <laughs> her, her nickname is Finger Cuffs in the, in the yearbook. Why is it Finger Cuffs, Hannah? <laughs> because there was an incident. Um, I need to stop quoting the incident. Where Thanks. she... Um, had two f- male friends over to her house yeah. and one of them uh, exposed her genit- his genitalia to her and chased her around the room with it. Yeah. So then she gets into the- onto the ground and starts performing oral sex and then another one just uses his opportunity to fuck her. Yeah. So she's finger cuffs because they were wrapped around both, like, your fingers. Yeah. I've never wanted to stop watching a movie. Like, I, I wanted to eat my skull. Yeah. It's this is awful. Bad. It's awful. And Ben's reaction is it's horrifying. Horrible. It's really it's terrible. It's horrifying. Because yeah. he's fully, when he hears this, he's like, I want nothing to do with this woman yeah. ever again. He just completely sluts shames his girlfriend. Yeah. And, and he does it in public, like at a, at a fucking hockey, hockey match. Game. And it's like, it's this really weird. I, like she even calls him out in it where it's like you're more comfortable with the idea of me being a lesbian than the idea of me getting with other guys yeah and yeah and Ben Affleck just fucking it's starts, awful yeah really terrible to it's him just really slut shaming and all yeah. like it, it's how do, you're just like fuck you dude like yeah. what the fuck and then he goes right back to Banky and Banky's like da 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 uh yeah and then but then there's a real so this there's we've gone he's figured out the information he can front her the next scene this is probably like 
the majority of the movie is him dealing with the fact that his girlfriend has had sex with other guys before he... No, it happens well over halfway through. You think it happens halfway through? It happens over halfway through, I'm okay. fairly sure. Yeah. Because they get together 40 I, minutes in. Uh, I watched this movie in, in two bouts. Did you? Because I started watching it last night, but I was very sleepy because I'd been traveling and I fell asleep and I missed like the last uh, the last half hour or so. So I think they get together 40 minutes in. Sure. About 40, 50 minutes in. It's an hour and... 40 minute movie yeah something like so that. yeah he probably confronts her. he probably finds out about it an hour in and he confronts her about 20 minutes later sure but he like talks weird. he talks to hoop about it and i think hoops yeah i like hooper a lot hooper i think i wish he was in more of the movie because yeah. he kind of disappears for a lot of it but they like go to a cinema shop or not a cinema like a cd shop but yeah. i'm like going through cds and i can't remember exactly what he says but he's kind of like yeah, your girlfriend's a sexual being. Yeah, he's like, this isn't a problem. Yeah. He's like, boo-hoo, I'm a gay black man in the 90s. Yeah. Chill the <laughs> fuck out, your problems aren't that big. Just, yeah. like, be nice to her. And yeah. every, everybody's just kind of like, be nice to your girlfriend. And, and he's like, no. He just refuses to. Um, so he blows up at her. She screams at him, being like, I didn't want to tell you because I could see how happy you were that yeah. I didn't tell you. And I'm like, touche. Yeah. And then... Uh... Then he has a little conversation with someone. A little conversation with two people who... One of whom seems very wise. And one of them is a fucking one fat... One of a fucking asshole. Jay is awful. Jay is terrible, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's on bouncy levels of slurs per minute, pretty yeah. much. Uh, <laughs> Holden goes to like a local diner and he meets up with Jay and Silent Bob. To pay them their... To, um... pay, them, to pay them because we discover that he's been uh, licensing their likeness from them to use as Blunt Man and Chronic. Um, and they're like, we have hilarious. great lawyers. And I'm yeah. like... Fuck do you two have lawyers? Yeah, it's, it's, they actually explain it because they deal drugs to lawyers. <laughs> um, uh, and this fucking movie. Yeah, they're they're talking about how much better the money that they're making off of this is than from selling weed outside the convenience store. We also do find out that it has been several years since Mall Rats. Okay, because Mall Rats is a pr- so go- the timeline is Mall Rats clerks, clerks this chasing Amy. Yeah, okay, because they mention. Uh, Ben Affleck gives them shit about always hanging around outside a mall and they're like, that was years ago, man, or whatever. Supposedly, one of the men I was reading in the trivia, supposedly mm-hmm. one of the guy, the guy who actually pulls Banksy's neck is the main antagonist in Mallrats. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So I don't know if it's the same dude. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and we get a, a classic Silent Bob moment. This is all Silent Bob ever does in these movies. Where I, I must say, I, I like what really Kevin's like, doing in these, this yeah. scene, where he's just, like, doing hand gestures. Yeah, because he says nothing yeah. um, until the time comes for him to give, like, a an inspirational, wise monologue. So, having never seen a Silent Bob performance before, I was yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. He's fully just there, like, pulling faces at everything Jay is saying, and... Jay is like harassing the waitress or whatever and Bob is not happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Silent Bob tells a little story about, uh, about a woman called Amy that he once went out with. Yeah. And there were issues with, his, with her ex, right? The issue was he liked this girl and then he found out that they did, like the, he... He basically asked the thing. He's like, never asked this question where I asked about the exes. And it was yeah. the, the normal stuff, which was like, 
you know, my mother likes you more X, Y, Z. And he goes, that was all fine. Except I found out they used to have three simps and it broke my brain. Yeah. And I treated her horribly about it and called her a slut. And then I went away and then I, I came to my senses years later and realized she's just a human being. Mm. And it's been through some stuff. But she had moved on from me there. So now I'm just constantly chasing Amy. That's the movie. <laughs> and then you're like... This this gets the wheels turning in, in Holden's I, brain. I can't describe... <laughs> I, I want to know what the logical... <laughs> yeah. This guy... This man. This guy has the most like smooth brain idea of all time to he resolve He goes from being so charismatic in the start of this to being like fucking just Ben Affleck levels of dumb. Yeah. Like I like Ben Affleck a lot, but I'm just like Ben, Ben, Ben. So... What does he do, Sean? He gets Alyssa and he gets Banky. He gets them all back together in the apartment for a big chat. He buys two bottles of champagne. He buys two bottles of champagne. And he, he, ex- ho- he holds a council. Yeah. He explains to Banky that he's gay. <laughs> this was such <laughs> that a- he has been in love with him the whole time. And I was like, yeah, he has. And someone who was, I was surprised by that. But yeah. Uh, um, I was, I, I was surprised that they made that actually true. And they like kiss and Banky's like, okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so what Holden's solution Scheme to the whole is- thing they just gotta have a threesome. <laughs> That's not how it works. They just gotta have a threesome, and then all the problems will be solved. That's not how, it works. Not how it works. And Banksy agrees. Yeah, because <laughs> of course he does. He's like, yeah. <laughs> maybe Banksy's bisexual as well. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. Yeah. He's a weird relationship with women. He does, uh-huh. yeah. Which they call the furnace. The movie does call him out and everything this is what I didn't like about this I don't like the idea that every bigot's secretly gay yeah sure that's I think that's a weird he definitely was though he, I, I know I'm, I'm not saying he wasn't gay yeah but just being like lol it's just because you're homophobic because you hate yourself and I'm like yeah. no people can just be fucking assholes <laughs> yeah uh, and Alyssa doesn't want to have a little threesome because she's like she's you'll like, resent me yeah, cause, like, it's well, so bizarre yeah it kind of feels no. Like- she's like there. Are, she's like there are a couple of options here, right? One is that like we do this, and I fall in love with Banky out of it. Um, Which I was like, no, that's <laughs> no, not- that's not. No, she does say like I don't think this is gonna actually happen, but there's a chance. She's basically saying if we do this, you're never gonna look at me the same way again. Yeah, there's like she's explaining that there's no good outcome from this happening. Uh, and then they just kind of go. Then they there. break up. Then they break up, yeah. And, and then it jumps forward a year later. Yeah, it jumps forward a year later, and we find that Banky and Holden have also gone their separate ways. Uh, very like, and haven't seen each other in a long time. Haven't like, seen each other in about a year. Yeah. And they have. I, I like their little like they catch through each other's eyes. Yeah. They find that the comic has ended because they killed Chronic. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, they go. We. The, the movie ends at another comic con. It's the same one. Yeah, but the next year. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Banksy and Banksy's done his own comic and he's totally doing everything by himself and everyone yeah. really likes it. And then um, he's like signing this like shitty fan's autograph and he sees um, Holden and they have just like very like, oh, yeah, it's and nice. The, it's really the fan is just kind of like rambling at him and he's like just looking over at Holden like, yeah, how's it going? Yeah. We're like, we can be friends again now. I, yeah. I hope. Yeah. 
just like with Silent Bob it just took time for them to come to their senses <laughs> um, and then he goes and he finds Alyssa finds Alyssa at the con as well and yeah. she's with someone yeah but you don't really know what the vibe is there I mean I think I think they're she's, dating I think they're definitely dating yeah. yeah I think that's definitely her new girlfriend yeah yeah and he's made a comic for her yeah he's made a comic called Chasing Amy and it's, a, and it's an apology yeah it's uh the what was his name what was her name I know his name what was Robin Thicke's wife's name I have no idea have you all heard about this no so Robin Thicke of Blurred Lines fame um got caught cheating on his wife okay. at the MTV Music Video Awards sure so what would you do if you get caught cheating on your wife does he make a song he makes a whole album <laughs> trying to win her back one of the first songs is I need to uh, hold on I know no one likes Hannah Googling live on pod but I need to read out the how badly this album did go on because it is so yeah he was married to um, Paul so his, his wife's name was Paula Passion and she's like a very famous I think she's an uh, actor now Sure. Um, so it was after he like twerked. Remember he like twerked on Miley Cyrus. It's like the yeah, next night yeah, yeah, yeah. this happens. So he makes an, a 2014 album called Paula, and this album does some of the worst numbers of any album ever. Okay. Guess how many it sold in the United Kingdom? Six. Three hundred, five hundred and thirty. <laughs> Guess how many it sold in Canada? In Canada. In Canada. Three hundred and sixty. Five hundred and fifty. Okay. Guess how many it sold in Australia? This is his first week now. Sure, two hundred. One hundred and fifty-eight. Um, the tracks are called "You're My Fantasy," "Get Her Back," "Still Madly Crazy," "Lock the Door," "Whatever I Want." Living in New York City. Love can grow back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, black tar cloud. Too little too late. Tippy toes. Something bad. The opposite of me. Love of your life. Forever love. <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah. does his own version of pop. There's a Todd yeah. in the Shadows episode. What? This is my media for recommendation for me. Todd in the Shadows does a great film. So, uh, like YouTube music Series called Train Records, where he looks at records of like artists that like destroy their careers. Oh hell yeah! He does nice. one on Paula. Mwah. Nice. Mwah. It's oh <laughs> hell yeah! It is fucking hysterical. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the movie ends and she's like, "Oh, it's some guy I used to know." To quote Gautier. Um <laughs> Yeah, and the the movie's over. What do you think, Sean? I liked it. I enjoyed it. Did you like it because there was okay. comic? If there was no comic books in it, would you have liked it at all? Uh, probably. I think so. Did you feel like it was a good representation of uh, being a young LGBT person? Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's read the box office. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I gotta know what else was in oh. the. I would imagine this didn't do particularly. This Did didn't you... get into like the top ten or any shit, did it? I think it did better than you think. Oh, okay. Um, it cost a quarter of a million. Yeah. Guess how much it made? Uh, like six million. Twelve. Twelve, nice. So that's like uber. Yeah, amount. that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. They were offered a crazy. That's dogma amount. money right there. <laughs> they were originally offered twelve, and he was like, 
let me do it with these unknown actors. Sure. Um, so that really brought the budget down. Um, show me the all releases. That is all releases. Show me the. I don't show see me the, the money. I'm so good at using box office mojo. <laughs> so it opened. See, I kind of grew. I think this like it didn't do. I say this is one of those like renting movies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it opened April weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, these movies don't exist. Um, so the top the top ten. Uh huh. The week it opened. Uh, this opened number twenty one. Sure. Um, so liar liar. Okay, I've heard of that. The Saint. Are we sure? The Devil's Own. Uh huh. That old uh, that old feeling. Sure. Double team. These movies don't exist. Yeah. This is nineteen ninety seven. These like this is this is a recent time. Yeah. Double team. Selena. Jungle to jungle. Oh, that's the one that's uh, that's the one that's definitely not George of the Jungle. Okay. Uh, the Sixth Man. Oh, I've heard of that one. Have I? I've heard of the third man. This oh, is a, that might be what I was thinking. Yeah, because this is a college football movie. Oh, or yeah, a no, I don't. Yeah, movie. I don't know this one. Star Wars Episode Five: Return of the Jedi. In ninety seven. Oh, is this a re-release? It's a re-release. Yeah, in um, coming up with the prequels. Yeah. Inventing the Abbots. Sure. The English Patient. Oh, okay. Um, and then Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Oh yeah, Turbo! Hell yeah! <laughs> and then it's just more, yeah. The oh, there's all the Star Warses. Uh, Avisha yeah. is still there. Jerry Maguire's there. There's just some holdovers. Das Boot, the 1997 director's cut. Nice. Das Boot. Um, but yeah. Hell yeah. <sighs> Have we got some trivia for this episode? Do we want to do the ranking first? All right. Oh, I'm really do not know. Do you want me to go through mine first, then? You go yours. You go... We'll go tit for tat. I think okay. that's fun. Uh, number nine? Well, I get my... The good old boys. Good old boys. Yeah. yeah. Number nine. Uh, number eight. Rising Sun. Field of Dreams. Number seven. Field of Dreams. Rising Sun. Number six. Geronimo? Let me check my rankings. Yeah. Geronimo, or is it... Um, it's number six Geronimo Yeah, number you. six Geronimo. What about you? Chasing Amy. Okay. Number five? Uh, what the fuck was it? Um, We're starting to do some... This is where we... Get ties. Number five Geronimo. Number four? Uh, chasing Amy. Uh, no. Yes, Chasing Amy. For me, it is School Ties. Number three? Number three? Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza. Yeah, number two Courage Under Fire. Uh, glory days. And uh, number one, glory days. Curtain fire. Hell yeah. D- this is starting to get rough. We're gonna have to do like seventy of these. <laughs> we're gonna have to figure it's out the fact because we were we were the same for so long. And now that it's now changed. we have now we have a midsection break. It's gonna get really hard. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, we're yeah. Go- that's gonna trip us up. But now we have we've swapped like two or three. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get better. Yeah. Um, it was just I'll just with, start writing mine down. Uh, yeah, I checked mine there. I well, now that I know because I was not sure where I was gonna put it. Yeah. And now as we were doing it, I was like, yeah, yeah. Geronimo, I think, as a movie that I felt uncomfortable to talk about because I wasn't either of the experience. I thought mm. it was better made. Sure. Yeah. 
Not Damon Trivia. Not Damon Trivia. What's Matt up I'm to? I'm so... We're actually... We're also... We've been struggling for this one for a while, I think, as well. I've got a good one. Okay. Nice. I just... The, the problem with the Matt Damon Trivia is I look at them and I go, that's a good trivia fact. Fuck, have I read that out already? Sure. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. This one relates to our next film, The <gasps> Rainmaker. The Rainmaker? With Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. To perfect his southern accent for the role of... <laughs> 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 I cannot wait to hear Matt Damon's southern accent. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I was very cruel. <laughs> I'm sorry. To perfect his southern accent for his role as Rudy Bowler in The Rainmaker, he attended a bar in Knoxville, t- uh, Tennessee for free. Oh, sh- sure. Later, he hired one of the customers to serve as his dialect coach. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. That is fun. Fucking mean to Matt Damon. <laughs> what has he ever done to you except made an excuse to hang out with one of your friends once a week? He uh, he bought the fucking rights to Blunt Man and Chronic and then never made the animated show. That's because they killed Chronic. <laughs> you can make it without Chronic. I'm sure hey. there's I'm sure there's a wealth of back issues that they could have worked off. You know what else he bought? What? He bought a zoo. He did buy a zoo. He hasn't bought a zoo yet. He's going to buy a zoo. In the far future. <laughs> Are you ready to... Ooh, this movie's long. Oh, yeah? It's uh, 135 minutes. Ooh, okay. Is that the longest one we've done yet? So far, we're so close to saving that Private Ryan. Yeah. The Rainmaker. They were totally unqualified to try the case of a lifetime, but every underdog has his day. <gasps> when Rudy Bowler... I'm definitely saying that wrong. Sean will correct me by the next week. Uh, let, me, let me see. It's Taylor, but B instead of a T. Baylor. Baylor? Rudy Baylor? I would imagine so. Uh, Rudy Baylor, a young attorney with no clients, goes to work for a seedy ambulance chaser. He wants to help the parents of a terminally ill boy in their suit against an insurance company. But to take on corporate America, Rudy and a, a scrappy paralegal must open their own law firm. Guess who the paralegal is? Danny DeVito. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> it's got everybody. It's got Matt Damon. It's got Claire Danes. Harry from fucking from Homeland? Homeland. We haven't had a Homeland update in a while. I haven't been watching it because I've been busy. I'm going to watch it this week. It's got Danny DeVito. It's got John Voight. It's got John Voight. I recognize that you. Name. John Voight is a very famous man. Sure. He's in Heat. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's always a villain. Yeah. It's got John. He's in Tropic Thunder. It's got Mickey Rourke. Wait, what? Oh, Mickey Rourke, star of Iron Man Two. <laughs> Uh, it's got Dean Stockdale. It's got Danny Glover. Danny Glover? Danny Glover. He's too old for this shit. Is that not... Am I thinking... But I thought Danny Glover was in um, Star Wars. Oh, no, he's in uh, Lethal Weapon. I've never seen yeah, Lethal he's in Lethal Weapon. Who else is it's in him this? him and Mel Gibson in You look at this cast and see who yeah, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already right. a lot of characters. It's our yeah, first very... Uh, Dean Stockdale and... Blood and it's and a Francis Ford Coppola movie of Godfather fame. So what's going to be your homework? You're going to watch The Godfather? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch uh, Twins, starring Danny DeVito. I'm gonna and... punch you in the skull. <laughs> no, watch Junior. Yeah, I'll yeah, watch Junior. Watch Junior. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think if Danny DeVito was in Junior for a second there. No, yeah. Junior's one of those movies I've seen so many times. I watched. I've seen it once when I was like on holidays when I was a kid. Oh, uh, I was that like, was what the fuck is happening? That was on RT like every yeah. summer. I watched that in my grandma's house more times than I care to think about. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. What's your my one one honest to God one of my most watched movies mm-hmm. is the S Club Seven movie. Oh really? Because they used to play it every day at three o'clock during the weekdays on Nickelodeon. Wild. During the summer. Yeah. So I've watched that movie twenty five times. Hell yeah. If not more, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what my most one. Honestly, Fateful Findings is probably up there. No, it's fucking um, Grown Ups 2. Oh, actually, yeah, no, it is no, Grown Ups 2. Yeah, you're right. I, I definitely haven't broken 30 with. with you, uh, you're at 35 now with Grown Ups 2, realistically, with all the rewatches. Probably, yeah. 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 Fucking pseudomasochist. <laughs> I haven't gone back to Epic Movie yet, and I never will. Hey, at least you don't disrespect Jennifer Coolidge anymore. True, I've I've grown to love her. You should. <laughs> These gays are trying to curl yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far in season two yet. It's actually. only okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I wasn't as in love with it as, yeah. well, as I was with season one. Remember when we watched season one in like one sitting? I made you do <laughs> yeah. it. Because it's good. But yes, if you want to follow along in all our silliness, please... <gasps> do we have any emails? Oh, let me check. I don't think so. Um... You can email us at signwavepod at gmail.com. Uh, that's signwavepod no, at gmail.com. Thank you. We have one email. Read it out. I haven't checked it. Save on Mac or iPad for college. The tools to stay on course. <laughs> Save on Mac or iPad with education pricing. Plus get a gift card up to 150 euro, 20% off Apple Care Plus, and more. Shop now. I, when you said Mac, I was like, Mac? <laughs> I got so excited. No, Mac does not listen to this. Maybe one day. Um, oh, I'm going to be meeting up with her next week sometime. Oh, I meant like Mac, like... Never mind. Uh, huh? Like the Mac Apple family. Oh. Yeah, no, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. No, I... So when you said Mac, I heard Matt. And I was oh, like, Matt. is someone sending okay, us like a sure. weird Mac Damon iPad? Hey, if somebody wants to do that... That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on uh, Signwaves on Instagram and Twitter, Twitter. to look yeah. at our funny things. Hell we're, yeah. We're getting, real, we're getting real silly on the Twitter recently. Oh, I'm going to find some Kevin Smith content to tweet soon, I think. I haven't got anything yet. I need to tweet out. What's the next episode? Oh, God, Glory Days is coming out tomorrow. Glory Days is coming out tomorrow, baby. Boop, beep, boop. I hope you enjoy the Glory Days episode. I was deep in the editing minds on that one. He was so hungover doing the editing as well. It was yeah. so funny. <laughs> it's all self-inflicted, I will say. I did yeah. not poison Sean at all. It was not my idea to get at the Jägermeister shot glasses. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, well, it wasn't your idea to get at the shot glasses. It was your idea to get the Jägermeister ones. Well, I'm not the one that filled them all the way to the top three times. Yeah, true. You and Connor were just being little silly beans. Yeah. It was a good time. <laughs> um, yeah I think we're done I think we're done anything um, else to add feels like a short episode but it's, it's no it's not it's average length it's just, it's just because that we don't the last have a, one was way longer it's also that we don't have we didn't have a huge media section at the top yeah true 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 um, yeah yeah this one isn't going to be too much shorter than any of the other ones I think it's going to be like average 20 or something like that yeepee yeah. um, it'll be good we're here we're in, we're in the first peak. <laughs> Chasing Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw my MU's gum at Sean. Yeah. And, oh!
Hello. One, two, one, two. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Are you ready to try and introduce the show for the first time? I am ready. You you use the Instagram thing, right? I actually have it memorized now. You have it mem. I probably should have it memorized You've as well heard because so I've heard many it so times. many times. Uh, <laughs> now I understand how stressful this yeah, is. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be the silly <sighs> goose this episode. Me, 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 The fact we both just yeah. started. <clears throat> I'm gonna be Sally and Bob. <laughs> Am I Jay? 